This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. Have you guys been uh, following the the whole submarine thing? Very very little. (laughs) Same. I don't think anybody can follow it. It's missing. I know. That's a good one. (laughs) I'm proud of you. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. That was that was. Was Yeah. (laughs) They were they were talking about it while I was at lunch, uh and and I just said something along the lines of like. You know all the all the memes out there. I'm surprised people are sinking so low. <laughs> so, uh, forewarning anybody listening to this right now, this is being recorded on June 21st, and as of this recording, they have, like the people in the sub apparently have probably what like uh, isn't it a day, a day? 12 or 14 hours left or yeah. something like that. So, yeah. <laughs> if we're, they're we're under s- if they're underwater, because I did read something today where it could be surface, but the way that those subs sit. And, like, with the water, like, it's super hard to even see, and it won't come up on, like, a boat's radar because of, like, how it sits in the water. Uh, I'll do you one better. You can only open it from the outside. No. So even if they make it up to the top, they're still trapped. No shit. Who does that? What a great design. Who does that? Someone who operates a sub with a... Probably the same people who who built this room. (laughs) Because if that door locks, we're stuck inside. Yeah. This is the same guy who used an off-brand PS3 controller to control the sub going... Is that seriously what it is? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like a Walmart brand... Like It's like a Logitech. Logitech, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, to be fair, Logitech makes good stuff. They make great keyboards for my keyboard at my desk above water. Yeah. Yeah. Would I trust my life on it? No. Absolutely not. Would I trust five other millionaires' lives on Uh, it? Sure, fuck what that. That's 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 maybe one of the one things that I would not do. Well, maybe maybe two. There's a second one that I might not do, but I I definitely you will never find my ass in a submarine. Uh-huh. Like that's not happening ever. Mm-hmm. The second is kind of is 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 I don't like like I I like the idea of helicopters. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't like helicopters, and I don't ever want to be in one. Oh, it's a rotating experiment. They're all experiments. Have you seen <laughs> like all I know, dude. I, but like it shouldn't I, fly. Dude, Helicopters should not fly. What do they call it? The auto rotation where they try to land it when they don't have an engine and shit. Yeah. Dude, that 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 is that that no fuck that fuck that. Like I would go in an Alaskan bush plane, and I know we, there's like been news of like a couple of those going down <laughs> recently, but yeah, I'd feel safer down, in that versus a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even if I was like dying on a mountain, I'd be like. Where's the truck? <laughs> I don't want that helicopter. <laughs> I've been in one and I didn't enjoy it. I, I mean, they're cool. It's a cool idea. Helicopters are badass. <laughs> I mean, cool shit. Yeah, they're like they're, they're cool, but I don't ever want to be in one. Yeah, yeah. Let's get this intro out of the way real quick, and we're gonna talk more about the submarine real fast here. <laughs> so. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude! So this is our in-house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates, it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. This is a Ben Tyler Corey from America's Diesel Podcast coming to Spokane, Washington. Again, today is June 21st. The sub still has air. This is going to come out after we find out what happens. Yeah. We don't know what happens. Okay. <laughs> we so might never know what we happens. We might never know what happens, but did we- it ever really exist? <laughs> We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. You can find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and we listen to podcasts. You can find us by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, make sure and check out our TikTok, Diesel Pop Rocks TikTok. We are uh, going hard in the paint on that. Uh, we also do have our Instagram page for the podcast, which we do go live on on Wednesday around 5 p.m. Have a beer with the boys, talk about this shit. And we have our Facebook group, America's Diesel Podcast, dash the group. Uh, three questions you must answer. I am going to read one person's answers on here because they were freaking immaculate. Um, Tyler, reviews. Oh, yeah. Keep those reviews coming in. We are moving up in the ranks. We greatly appreciate it. Leave your, appreciate it. Leave your five-star review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier. Screenshot that and send it to the podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of your truck and an address so we can send you a sticker when we get them in. Correct. If you need parts for pickup, make sure and check out dieselpowerproducts.com. Set quick ship logo. It's guaranteed in stock, ready to rock. If you have any questions, contact one of our knowledgeable sales technicians that will get you the best tech support in the industry. Make sure to let them know you're a podcast listener. Uh, you don't receive anything monetary, but should something happen to your order, uh, we do play favorites and we'll get that taken care of. Uh, if you're placing an order online in the order notes section, write the word podcast. Then we can tally up the uh, orders at the end of the month. Let the uh, guys know to pay the bills that we're down here helping them pay the bills because uh, money makes the world go round and microphones ain't free and shit. Yeah. So back to the submarine. Um, my favorite part about the whole submarine thing 
is there is a guy on the submarine that's called Mr. Titanic. Is it an electric submarine? I assume so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he's called Mr. Titanic because he's been down to the wreckage more than any other human. His first... I can see the wheels turning in your head right now. Uh, his his first voyage down there was back in like 1987 or something like that. Okay. So this guy is has experience yeah. in these vehicles, submarines, going down to the wreckage. And he... Having experiments, experience with these other billion-dollar submarines that have gone up and down multiple times, he went and saw this thing and was like, "Oh yeah, that's good. This will work. See that controller? Yeah, yeah. This is a good idea. One window only opens from the outside. Uh huh. Perfect. Perfect. I'm down. Sounds great. Ballast tubes, construction pipes spilled, filled with concrete. Perfect." <laughs> I think he's the joker in all of it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, some of these people well, are smart as hell. Their common sense is like the size of a peanut. I watched a documentary. Oh, the about, cone, right? Or the the guy that was trapped in the water for a long time? No. Oh, so this guy <clears throat> was like this, um, I, I'll hand it to him. He's kind of really smart guy. Mm-hmm. He decided to build his own submarine. And I, I don't remember like this guy's past, but he was... He was uh, uh, attempting to... He was building a submarine. He was also attempting to build a rocket to go to space. And <laughs> this is all in this documentary, right? Make your choice, up or down. He's doing both. <laughs> Anyways, he makes this submarine in this... Um, uh, lo- and it was in a, some other country. I can't remember. But this news reporter was like doing a story on him. And this news reporter went on the submarine with him. He only came back. And everybody was like wondering where this reporter was. And he said that he had like dropped her off at like some bridge or something like that. And uh, yeah, dude, it is wild. Come to find out like the guy killed her. And then I, I don't know if he her? like, I, and, and yeah, and send her off in the, and just kind of let her go in the water. But, uh, but yeah, again, never going in a submarine with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's not a good idea folks like normal rules don't apply down here yeah it's uh, i don't know yeah but uh <laughs> that along one of the ones i read today was everybody's got the scenario that like either they're sitting at the bottom of the sea or they're like sitting at the top on the surface kind of waiting to be rescued has anybody uh thought that maybe the tide has caught them maybe they've been rolling around like they're stuck in a washing machine this entire time <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> <sighs> Who okay? I mean, okay. <laughs> who makes a door that only opens from the outside? A budget submarine, washing machines. <laughs> <laughs> the same guy who would use a Logitech controller to control a submarine. <laughs> How far down is it? It's it's like is it five miles underneath? No, it's, it's something outrageous, but it's yeah. it's deep. I'll find out real quick here. But and again, electric, saving the day once again not it is uh 12,100 feet oh no it's the average depth of the ocean how deep no i want to know how deep the titanic is not the ocean average is you right how deep is the titanic how deep is the titanic what was the first thing you wrote in there deep (laughs) you just wrote deep (laughs) no uh 2.4 miles that's pretty far yeah yeah that's far down there yeah, it's way down there. 
That ain't one of those things where like, hey, let me out, I'll swim up. <laughs> nice. you, can't, you can't do that. No. Fucking once your eyes pop out of your head and shit, like the pressure, or would it? No, it would crunch you. It would, yeah, it would crush you. Much like rock it would crush you. Yeah. yeah, that's when you bring them up. Yep. That's when their eyes pop out yeah, because they're they they're acclimated from down there. So yeah, it would just crush you. Yeah, it would put you in a little ball. Freaking. Yeah, but I guess we'll find out in a few hours. Like uh, by tomorrow, we're gonna know. Yeah, yeah. fucking dead. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but anyways, let's get to the, uh... Uh, did you see, <laughs> apparently, one of the dudes in the submarine, like, his nephew was at a Blink show last night? Yes. Yeah. His what? He said, uh, given the circumstances, I feel like my parents, or they would want me to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you? He was at a Blink? <laughs> he really was. <laughs> no way. He put the picture up himself. He oh did, my dude. god, he dude. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? He's got family at the bottom of the fucking Oh my god. Suffocated peanut piss and shit at the bottom freaking out. Yeah. And the best part is the guy who designed it's down there with him. And they're all probably looking at him like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, yeah. And he's just beating that he's just beating that controller like Come on! A B Wait, did you guys did you guys not pack batteries? Like yeah. what the fuck? No, hit select. <laughs> wait a minute. You brought triple A's? It takes double A's. Why did, did anybody check this? <laughs> what the fuck? That's so fucked. I hope they're okay. I do too, you know? But I mean, that's why we're making the jokes now where there's still a possibility that me yeah. alive in all in all actuality I think Corey's right. They're they're smoked. Actually they're not smoked. They're probably rough tumbled and just <laughs> I'm a realist. Yeah. They're not okay. They're not okay. <laughs> they're not. I wonder if any of them are already dead inside. Like if they decide to kill something, you're breeding our oxygen. Get the like yeah, that actually, Donner party that yeah, shit. You can't get them the fuck out of there. You can just stop them from breathing, though. Yeah. They can go night night. Yeah. <laughs> just nice little nap. Yeah. A little nappy nap. Yeah. A little, little, it's not, not a dirt, dirt nap. nap. <laughs> 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 Would that be considered out. a wet dream if you? <laughs> <laughs> shit. Okay, Eric Klein. <laughs> Facebook group member spotlight for your answers. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Uh, what is the eagle's name? Jam and Eagle. When I hear the, or, or no, with the in quotes, I hear no Biden 1000 headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Tracks. And I see no Biden sunglasses. Yeah. Tracks. Tracks. <laughs> His beak is from Texas and he voted for Trump. Tracks. All right. Now tracks. <laughs> uh, second question. Durham X and tend to wear what type of britches? <clears throat> he wet my whistle for this one's long answer. <laughs> Descriptive. Yeah. Okay. Sparkly on the outside, dildo bedazzled on the internal rear of the bridges. This helps maintain concentration while operating the Duramax of choice and intensifies the road vibration or any off-roading. The inner front of the pants also has targets, new signature tuck-away technology to avoid any manly features being seen. Doesn't hide much, but every little belt helps out, right? All right. Fucking immaculate. Get that, Just... And I will say, punctuation and grammar was perfect in there. Like, Scholar. Nice work. Yeah. And third question, finish this phrase, dad drives a 075 not make a cab. Wise words. Yeah. Approved. Just want to put that one out there. 
All right, let's get down to the real content of this video. Any guesses, Tyler? I'm gonna Le guess. Ooh, go let's say it at the same time. Turbo seven three turbo seven install. Three. <laughs> yes. Shocker! Fucking nailed it. Yes. <laughs> I, I have noticed you've been driving that truck quite a bit. You like it? You, you... I've been dailing it since since I got the registration for it. Yeah. Since, since I got, yeah. Since 40s. I got the uh, the headlights basically fixed and the registration for it, I've been dailing it. When's your forties coming? As soon as I find my marketplace for third price. <laughs> <laughs> Fact. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a. Uh, so this weekend was Father's Day weekend, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, I found some. I still have seats that I need to pick up from Scott Beaver. Didn't forget about you down in Oregon for the excursion. Um, but I found since it's an extended cab, they use kind of different seats. Mm -hmm. um, but I happened to find some locally out of a, a gasser that had barely any miles on it. Leather's not in great shape. Uh, but the foam is perfect, so I'll just throw seat covers on there. Um, so I got up early and went to go pick those up, knowing that I was going to be doing a turbo and uppipes on the the green truck. So I didn't want to drive it, so it wasn't didn't get all yeah. hot. So I got in the excursion for the first time in like a week and a half or two weeks. Mm -hmm. Got in there, started it, started driving. I was like, such a distinguished gentleman in here. <laughs> yeah. It's all quiet. The windows are nice and tinted. You know, the yeah. stereo's nice. The steering's not harsh, and like the seats are all nice. And there's like, oh, yeah, Dad's. This is the performance truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, cruise control works. Like, yeah, just yeah. All, you know, I don't have to like high step to get in it. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh man. Yeah. I really did set this thing up nice. Yeah. <laughs> compared to my other one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I got those seats, brought them home, and uh, then I started getting on the old green truck. So I did a, a KC Stage 1 KC Uppipes. Uh, DPP intercooler hoses and clamps. Um, also, what else did I do? Oh, uh, CNC plenum inserts. Um, and clean the valley. That yeah, was, that was pretty again. Cool. Yeah. Well, I cleaned the basically the front half. <laughs> oh, first gotcha. Okay. This time I got you know the back two thirds. Yeah. Um. Yeah, everything was going swimmingly. It's going great. Until until I had to <laughs> bust off the uh the pipes for the manifolds. Yeah, um, break some bolts. Uh, I broke a lot of bolts. <laughs> I also turned a lot of bolts into dust. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, first off, uh, with not being able to fit my garage, you know, working on a slant the whole time, so <coughs> you know, the creeper wants to roll away, the yeah. tools want to roll away. And, <laughs> yeah. And with it being lifted six and a half inches on 37s, what I was used to laying on my back on my excursion and the uppipes like right there in front of you in arm's reach. You're like, ah, oh, man. Oh, they're not. Yeah. I'm like. You're like lay on a cot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like stacking up blankets on my creeper just so I was like, because I could like get one hand, but if I had to use two hands. It would lower the other hand. I had yeah. the other <laughs> hand. I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh. oh. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Lukey. <laughs> and, uh. So yeah, I was like stacking blankets and whatnot. I managed to crack one of them actually loose. And, and keep in mind, like when I right when I got home from work on Friday, when the engine was still hot, I hit him with PB blast. Yeah. Um, and the morning before I left, I hit him with PB blast again. When I got home before I ate my burrito and started working on it, I hit him with PB blast again. And then I like I legitimately probably used almost an entire can on this shit. Yeah. And like when I came back out to start tearing stuff off the top. I hit him with a torch and PB blast again. Like I'm really trying to like because I'm Make looking it at easy. Them, I'm yeah. like these things are you know, they not do not want to leave. Yeah. Um. One of them came off. Sick. <laughs> the other three did not. Uh, to the point where I was just rounding off the bolts. They were spinning oh, wow. in the holes, but I was rounding them off. Yeah. Um. 
And I don't know if you know this or not, but it's not a real, not a real, not a, not a real estate back there. Especially no. like with a downpipe and a starter on the passenger side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty fucked over there. Driver's <laughs> side's pretty easy. I mean, it's pretty open. I can almost get a grinder all the way up there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I, you know, start cutting shit. I start. I, I used fucking every tool I have. Yeah. I mean, I shit you not. There's the only tools I didn't use were like woodworking tools, and even <laughs> then, I still busted out a chisel. Like, <laughs> really? I, fuck, man. I was. Uh, I used a cutting wheel on one because I could fit it there. Uh, the other one. I used a, uh, and some of you may remember this. So way back when I did the gears on the uh, on the blue truck, I needed to make basically a setup pinion bearing. Yeah. So I had to hog out the inside of it. I was trying to do it with. Yeah, a drill. you got that burr tool. And then I, yeah, then I ended up getting a basically a straight grinder from Harbor Freight, one of like the twenty five dollar ones, um, with some carbide bits, and like I chewed through that super quick. Um, but the the angle that I had to go at, because again, like I don't want to like ruin the manifolds. Right. right. Yeah, you're and, reusing those. <laughs> yes, I don't. I do not want them to leak, even though they they probably have some pinhole leaks. Like I, I'm, I don't want to take them off right now. Right, <laughs> that's, that's not what I want to do. Yeah, so I'm like very gingerly, basically taking the side of a carbide bit to grind away an entire nut. Oh Jesus, two of them. Ugh, but that was before. So one of them I got off super easy. So at, at this point, I'm looking at, it, I'm like, man, I should get like a chisel and hit it. So yeah. I tried to get chisel and I realized I couldn't get my hammer all the way. I was like, I have an air hammer. I have a fucking air hammer. Speed and, and power. power. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So I go and I, I uh, hooked up my compressor and everything. I put like the chisel point on. First one I hit. One tap. Fucker just poof, pops right off. Yeah. Like, underneath the truck. I would have been out for like three and a half hours. Yeah. Underneath the truck. Dude, yeah. that is... That I is was like, it, it is the worst but most satisfying thing when you're yeah. at something for so long and you finally like get the right tool combination and it just fucking works and like i i was like there's no way and i'm looking at it, i'm like it's gone i don't even know where it is yeah so i go to the next one try and do it no such luck do the next one no such luck so, okay well, that's as much as i got with the air hammer as far as the easy stuff yeah so then i start trying to use the air hammer like chisel one of the uh the nuts away and i just obliterate the fuck out of that thing with like the the pin one yeah and then <laughs> doing that one i keep trying to hit it with the pin but it spins and i didn't realize what my compressor was set to it but every time it spin and it lost something to hit it launched the bit out of the fucking air hammer oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i didn't, didn't realize my air hammer wants 90 and my compressor was at 150 yeah <laughs> whoops so down that down a little bit yeah <laughs> and we're okay um but yeah and then the final one i literally had to turn to dust to to get it out because I couldn't get I couldn't get a good perch with the air hammer on or anything like that. Shit. Um, but as far as the turbo going in, um, last time I did up pipes on the on the red truck, I I was or on the excursion, I was all upset because I had to take the turbo out a second time to get that last bolt. And uh, after I posted that video, Alec from Industrial Injection, my other seven three brethren, yeah, he was like, dude, I recently learned this. And some of you may be listening. If you worked on seven threes a lot, you're probably like, "Oh Ben, why the fuck didn't you know this?" Whatever. I, yeah. I just it just never crossed my mind. Yeah. He's like, "You have bellowed up pipes with a slip joint inside. They can move, and it doesn't take a lot to make those bellowed up pipes accordion out." He's like, "Put the up pipes in, like attach the up pipes to the collector, torque them down with your NICs or your or your uh, thread lock or whatever you want to put on there um, to the baby's butt. Yeah, and put them all in as one piece, and then just." basically have like as many threads as it takes to basically peek out of the nut attaching 
the uh, up pipes to the manifolds. So it's basically an inch and a half gap on each side. And they're super loose. Yeah. So then I put the, the pedestal in. And I put the turbo in. You know, pedestal is not loose but not tight. Turbo is, you know, still hand-tight bolts. Yeah. Um, And that was literally the easiest I've ever gotten the baby's butt on the collector. Or from the collector onto the, back, the turbine of the turbo. Because it has an alignment dowel on there, which then you have to slip over a clamp and slide yeah. that T-bolt clamp in and then tighten it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was legitimately the easiest I've ever done it. Nice. This, this is the, the third or fourth time I've done them. Yeah. Um, and I was like, holy shit, this is the way to do it. Yeah. Then went down there and just tightened the bolts down the manifolds and, you know, obviously, like, it kind of accordioned them out, but that's fine with me. I don't give a shit. They're meant to move. Right. Um, torqued them all down and I didn't have to pull the turbo out twice. You know, torqued the turbo down to spec and uh, was good to go there. I was super happy with that. That was, like, one of the easiest things. Um. But I also managed, I uh, cleaned out the valley a whole bunch. Um, there's a lot of crud in there. Um, for those of you that are ever going to be in the valley of a 7.3, um, plan on... Shoot yourself. Yes. Um, <laughs> but plan on... I mean, give yourself 15 minutes to just clean it. Like, yeah. you do not have to make it immaculate. You, but, like, get yourself a case of brake clean. Get yourself some all-purpose cleaner. And here's a little pro tip for you. Like, whenever... If you're ever at, like, the like Safeway or, like, whatever shopping place you go to with your, your wife for groceries and stuff like that... Every once in a while, you'll notice they have like the the one shelf in the back that has like the fifty percent off, like the seventy five percent off. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, when I go in ours, they'll have like those really cheap um, brushes that you do dishes with. Oh yeah, yeah. And like a brush <clears throat> like, with a wand, and then a normal brush will be like eighty five cents. Yeah, or you just go to the dollar fifty store. Exactly. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to keep these, they're going to be trashed. Yeah, yeah. And but like last time I went there and saw my wife, and I was like, oh, I filled up her cart. Yeah. I got like 30 of them. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, what are you doing? Like, we're <laughs> never going to use this. I'm like, you're not going to use them. I'm going to use them. Yeah. So I just, I have them, I have like an entire file cabinet drawer stacked up with those things. Just knowing that if I need to get a brush that to clean something where I literally do not care about it. Yeah. I just use that. Well, do you, do you know what I have that I, I lost a piece for and that you can't buy it separately and I'm super pissed off about it? But <clears throat> I bought one of those Dremel cleaning brush things. Uh -huh. It's like, it, it fits in your palm and it. Has different like attachments. One's like a bristle brush, yeah, and the one's like a like an SOS pad or whatever. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I lost the freaking adapter for the like the blue like SOS pads, oh. which I'm super irritated with because because they just velcroed on, mm -hmm. but it just kind of threaded on. Yeah, like that would that would be an epic cleaner because this is it's just you plug it in to charge it and you can just get in there and just yeah. oh totally it takes away the whole elbow part of it. Yeah, because I. I I use it too because I used another because you have a a foam pad one too, but because I, I, I have a hammered copper sink in our house, mm -hmm. and just like a penny, like they get varnished and you have to clean it every once in a while. And I was like, well, I'm gonna use that bristle pad thing and get mm -hmm. that shit off. And then I couldn't find the adapter, but that thing works really, really good. And it's actually kind of strong too. Like it, mm -hmm. it, it'll it'll do some work. Like I cleaned. I think the last time I used it is when I was building that five three for the uh, for the suburban. Mm -hmm. When I was cleaning the, um, either cleaning out the intake manifold or just cleaning the engine block, I can't remember what I was doing, mm -hmm. uh, but I was cleaning something and I lost it. I it probably got accidentally thrown away, but you, they don't sell that thing separately. The little adapter piece, which is super annoying. That's dumb. Yeah. yeah Anyways, sorry. story. <laughs> yeah, cleaned out the the valley is. I mean, I probably spent until like fifteen twenty minutes. You know. Before I went and grabbed all my brushes, I sprayed it down with some all-purpose. Yeah. Um, that's, of course, after I had my you know, paper towels and my plenums and paper towels and the uh, oil feed and drain for the pedestal. Sure. Um, and just 
sprayed it and told myself I would spend five minutes on one side, five minutes on the other side, and ten minutes in the valley. Mm -hmm. And just as far as I get, that's as far as I get. I'm not really worried yeah. about it. Um, well, as long as it's not continually leaking, it's not going to get any worse. I mean, you know, exactly. So. Um, and so it, I, I literally put a like a four gallon uh, bucket underneath uh, where it all comes out from the weep hole. Yeah. Because right. for those of you who don't know, the back of the valley, it leaks, it has a weep hole down basically on top of your converter, rear main seal, and then out the bottom of the inspection, inspection plate is pretty much where it all goes. Yeah. Um, nine times out of 10, when you see new people on 7.3 forms, like, oh my God, my rear main seal is leaking. And everybody's like, stop. No, it's not. It's like, come from the valley. Yes, they do. But this is, I guarantee you, it's your EBV leaking back down the back of the engine. And everybody freaks out. I think it's oil pan or something like that. Yeah. It's not. It's fine. Um, and, but also, there, there's your way to get 7.3s for cheap. Oh my God, your rear main seal is like, Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, it's like four or 700 bucks. <laughs> um, but so I uh, cleaned it out as best I could. And then I finished it all off with uh, almost three gallons of nearly boiling water. I started at the front of the valley. And I obviously still have the oil plugs in the back where the pedestal is. Mm -hmm. Just let it run all the way through, never getting too high so it gets in the oil and just run everything out the back and that way it cleans off all the oil and shit on the back your driveway must look just it, i'll beautiful. be honest my driveway probably looks a lot better than you think it does really? okay like, i'm it, sure it probably does you can you can definitely tell like shit happens where i park yeah um but it, it's like i always put drip pans down i've got yeah. so many fucking drip pans and i've got yeah. so many extra towels that like i'm, I'm always trying to make sure i do that because yeah, yeah. shit is yeah the, the one drop of diesel oil like it's there forever Oh, yeah. sorry yeah <laughs> it's gonna stay there forever yeah um i got that cleaned up all real nice um put my uh intercooler uh, hoses and clamps on um i did have to trim back the burrito uh wrapping on the uh driver side pipe because the our hoses are like eight inches long compared to the stock ones which are like five and a half yeah um i thought about taking all of it off and i was like i really don't have time like i was already kind of against the like the, those four bolts took me like six hours like, yeah <laughs> yeah Gotta keep moving. Yeah. Um, but uh ironically, the aside from the up high bulbs, the hardest part of the entire install, and it's where where it looks like I got in a fight on my hands. Yeah. Is the the intake boot, the four inch inlet boot mm -hmm. on the turbo. Yeah. That is the tightest fit boot. I And that came from with KC? Yeah. Okay. Um, and they machined the compressor housing. So yeah. I, I'm guessing they make it tight on purpose. Like, but it is like borderline well, I mean, not going fucking fit. Yeah, because, I mean, that really doesn't ever come off unless you're pulling the turbo. Yeah, it's not under boost. Yeah. Um, But, like, I even... The first time I tried to put it on, I was like, there's no way this fits. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, yes, Ben, it fits, obviously. Like, it's, it even says, like, on it's a Garrett fucking part on it. It's yeah, a, It's yeah. a Garrett four-inch inlet yeah. for a 38R, and this is a four-inch inlet. It's like they're... It's KC's uh, compressor housing, but right. it's four-inch inlet, four-inch, four-inch. You've done this before. Yeah. Um... And so, like, I tried, I tried, 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 and I was like, fuck, this ain't gonna happen. Um, so I left it in the sun for a little bit, tried to get it to warm up, um, sprayed some, uh, like, Windex on the inside, and, like, sprayed some Windex on the, the outer of the housing, so it's a little slippery. Yeah. Um, still just could barely get it on there. Damn. Um, ended up, the only way I could get it on there was, and this is the reason I have, I look, like, my knuckles look like I had gotten a fucking fight, but for me to get it on there, I had to put my hand in, in the hose, and basically make it so that these were rubbing on the top of the hose and my fingers were pushing it in. Because the hose is offset, I can't just push the back of it, it'll just crumple. Right. So I have to get a hand in, and then I was heating it with a heat gun. 
to just like all the way around to try and get it to just get on there. Yeah. And um, I got it almost all the way seated on there. And then I had to barely just keep twisting it so the CCV would go on there. Um, but that was legitimately the the hardest part of the entire fucking thing. Yeah. And, and I've had two people ask me now, like, dude, did you get in a fight? I'm like, yeah, with the fucking silicone hose, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we've talked about bar fights. Like, <laughs> yeah. I haven't gotten a bar fight in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but other than that, I, uh, I'm still, we're going to actually, I'm still getting a code, but that's, I did some research on that last yeah. night and I'm going to have to do some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well please share. Well, I will. Let okay. Me, let me get my thoughts on the turbo <laughs> real quick okay. here. Um, so I uh, got everything installed. Um, everything was good. Uh, took it for the first test drive. And for those of you that have ever done charge piping or new hoses and clamps or something like that, especially with the new turbo, it's like, all right, cool. Let's go find out which boot I'm going to blow off. Yeah. You always blow a boot Did on your you? first test drive. Haven't blown one yet. Hey, good job. I'm fucking amazed. Like, yeah. I brought the tools with me. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go drive around, you know, stay in my neighborhood, you know, try and find a little bit of an incline, just lay into it, try and like, let's yeah. pop this fucker off so I can figure out which one I didn't do right. None of them blew. I was astonished. Oh. Um, a little bit pat on my back on that one because, you know, every time I've done one so far, I've always blown a boot. Uh but it comes up on boost fast. You know, that thing spools up lightning quick, which it should. It's a stage one. Yeah. It's, it, it should. Basically, it's like really. a bump over stock. Yeah, it's basically the, the maximum size of injector on that is, I think, a 18030. Yeah. Like, maximum. Corey, pull up that turbo so we get give the people a price on it. Yeah, give me a second. I'm okay. just telling people that live's going to be late. Oh, is everybody freaking out right now? No, I just, I know them. Yeah. <laughs> they will if you don't tell them. Freaking kids. Or Ben, pull, yeah, just ben, yeah, Ben, pull it up. Yeah, KC stage one. I'll pull it up right here. <clears throat> KC stage pop ups. One of the most annoying things is when a pop up comes on a website and it's your own fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> like, get that pop up out of here. I'm like, God, it's me. <laughs> uh, let's see, KC stage one for seven three. Bam. Yeah, so it's a sixty three sixty eight. Um, ported housing. Uh, the standard runs the 1190. If you get the polished, it's 1440. I did not get the polished, uh, but it comes with the turbo itself. Will come with uh, new insta or new O-rings, uh, compressor inlet. I'm sorry, compressor outlet O-ring, which a lot of people don't include. Um, the wastegate actuator is actually really nice, nice billet unit. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's a 0.84 AR housing on there. Yeah, maximum injector size 18030, and that's. That's what I'll. It, the biggest injector I will go on either of those trucks is a one eight thirty. Yeah. Um. I've always toyed around with the idea of doing um, hybrids, but after doing just more research on my own, and honestly listening to our injector pot, our injector episode again, which I think was number one twenty five, if I recall correctly. <coughs> um. The I want these things to run as best as they can, have the best atomization possible. When you go to a hybrid injector, you go from seven to one to five to one. You're never going to make that back. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. So, like, I do want these things to run as cleanly as possible and as punchy as possible. So, um, the biggest it'll get is a 18030. Um, the, the excursion will probably get, you know, potentially just a 160, the stock nozzle, maybe a 16030 or something like that. Yeah. Something very minimal. Like, yeah. just, just to pump it up a little bit. That's, um, a, that's a really nice listing. I wonder who added that to the site. Um, if there was credits on this listing, it's a Sir Tyler Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Also, sorry, California, no shipping there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But it actually says recommended injector size 16030, minimum stock. So, I know, I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it lights up very quick, and I don't have custom tuning. I have literally an Edge Evolution 
And even yeah. inside the custom t- or inside the evolution tuning, I, you you can customize. I don't have anything. I'm just I went straight to extreme. Yeah, um, <laughs> my man. And I uh, once I realized that I hadn't blown a boot off on my way home, I was like, I still didn't believe. I was like, blow this fucker off right now. And so I just uh, up until then, I kind of just been rolling into it um, and like letting off before it shifts because I know my transmission. Like again, my torque converter is older than the truck. Torque converter from an i6. <laughs> She, she ain't happy. Yeah. Um, so when, I just, when you get your 40s for that thing, can we light the fuck out of those tires? Oh, 100%. Okay. No one should have these tires. They, yeah. they should be shot and killed. Like They need to be put up to pasture. Good. I fully intend on melting them the fuck down. Hell yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll video it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I mentioned that to uh, Jesse, the sales guy, because he's like, are you really putting 40s on there? I was like, yeah, I don't know. And basically, whatever I can find. He's like, what are you doing with your old tires? I'm like, Jesse, the reason I'm getting rid of these, they're, they're from 2004. Like, yeah. they're old. He's like, I just literally just need, like, rollers for, to, like, get Well, they're going to be bald. Yeah, to get on the shop. <laughs> I was like, well, I plan on melting them down, so you can have two. Um, and the other two, if they hold air, you can have those two, but those ones are going to be, like, yeah. s- really bad summer slicks. Yeah. Like, they're going to be, they're going to show court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I plan, I, I want to blow them up. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what my goal here. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, all right, I was like, I'll take two of them. I was like, cool. Well, whatever's going to pop, they're all yours. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I just laid into it, and the first shift, it just the, pushes right through the converter, goes right to three grand, and just goes, and then like takes like a millisecond pause, and boom, shifts, and tires, and just goes, and uh, my buddy was with me, he like looks at me, and he's like, he's mechanically inclined, but it, it, if you didn't know what just happened, you would have thought my truck makes a bunch of power and scratched a gear. Like, and yeah, scra- yeah. He no. looks at me and I look at him. I was like, I just punched my transmission in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah. He's like, is this supposed to be like not even close? <laughs> no. Like, yeah. I, I just shock loaded the entire rear drive line and I've got blocks stacked on blocks in the back with no traction bars and stock yeah. leaf springs. If there was a camera right there, my opinion was probably pointing at the fucking stars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it probably was. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got like, and I've got a two-piece rear drive shaft, so I guarantee like it was like all wrapped out. We should put a GoPro on your rear axle like, and you take off like is that. It? Yeah. Yeah. We no seriously. I, I kind of want to like, and this is the truck to do it on. Like, I, this is kind of a fuck around truck. Yeah, you know? that'd be a, a great video to put on like our listings for traction bars and yeah. shit. Like, I mean, BD makes uh, BD Diesel has a really good um, for the recoil video. They even put like a, a, BD, a BDS. Yeah, BDS. No, BDS. I'm oh, sorry, BD. BDS does BD does as well for oh, traction. Oh, bars. gotcha, gotcha. Um, but they even put like a like a meter behind it so you can see how many inches it deflects yeah yeah i'm um, just under normal driving yeah and you, like under normal driving on a truck like that i was like wow yeah that's normal yeah like, oh my god mine must be like literally like s curving the springs all day yeah and that that just goes to like that explanation anybody out there that has giant blocks for a lift your truck is literally doing the same yeah. I keep I always go back to that. There's a truck in my by my neighborhood that this guy's got it's a nice six seven power stroke. Mm-hmm. Su- it super clean, but you, you he always pulls in to his driveway and you look at the rear axle and he's got giant ass blocks on that thing. And it's just it's it is so depressing looking at that truck because it's it's a pretty truck. Mm-hmm. And he, I'm just like, God, dude, oh the thing must fucking drive like shit when you take off. Oh, I bet. Like that is so bad. Uh, but yeah, so I can definitely punch the transmission in the face, no problem. I can push through the converter pretty much whenever I want. <laughs> um, but when you pedal it just right, 
Um, and everybody was like, dude, I bet things going to sound great. It's going to sound great. It's going to sound great. And I'll be honest, like driving around normally, like you don't, it's yeah. no different in my opinion. Yeah. And again, the, the truck is four inch straight pipe. It's no, nothing crazy. Right. Um, but once you like get into a little bit and start coming up on boost, uh, it makes a really nice noise and it's not a normal seven, three turbo noise, which is kind of cool. I still feel like you should do that. One of those on your excursion. Okay. So this, this was honestly kind of a, a test. Like if, if I, because the excursion works so well right now, I yeah. don't want to touch it. No, I know, I but know. yeah, but like if, if I, if I end up doing a set of injectors, I will do a turbo at the same time. Okay. Um, because with how nice this drives on that truck, I mean, for all I know, maybe by the time like I'm ready to do injectors on the green truck, I might end up doing a bigger turbo on there as well. Anyways, in which case this will get passed down in the excursion. There you go. Okay. Um, but Fair I enough. just I really didn't want to put this on the excursion, and for some reason, not like it. Yeah. Like I knew I wouldn't like it, but it just like I didn't want to. You have Schaefer's oil in that blue truck? Fuck no. Oh, poor T6. turbo. I got T six. Poor there, man. turbo. I recently, I actually just did the oil change and put a uh, Rochella T6 in it. Poor turbo. I'll be honest. No, I know. It's a journal bearings turbo still. So I mean, yeah. it's, it's fine. I'm well, sure it's fine, the, but. It, it, and I, that's again with the same reason why I'm using freaking O'Reilly's premium ATF in there right well, now. Well, yeah. Is yeah. like, I know I'm going to be back in there doing stuff in the near future. Yeah. Um. So like. I don't know what actually I do know what oil was in there before because they had a jug of it in the back seat. I think it had Dello or something. Uh, Chevron. She oh yeah, <laughs> I think that's Dello. Isn't that Dello? Yeah, I think yeah, that's Dello. Yeah. Um, had that in there with a a Fram filter. So I mean, the one with is, the the one with the bed liner on the bottom of it. Yeah, it was basically all worn off. Um, so this is basically it's like a half step in the right direction. Yeah. I feel like if I give it Schaefer's, it'd think it was like out of the woods. Like, oh, yeah. this guy likes me. I don't want to know who likes me yet. Yeah. I want to yeah. know I'm still beating the fuck out of it. I would uh, tangent real quick. Yeah. Oil filters. Mm -hmm. Do you guys remember when they started? So I remember when they started putting the grip on the frams. Oh, it's a huge. And huge. then do you want those the next thing? The three eighths. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like, oh my God. But you know what the stupid thing is with that? When you have an oil filter wrench, you don't use any of it. Right. <laughs> like you just, you slide the oil filter wrench yeah. up and you, you know, I've always used like the band type oil filter wrenches. I would never grab like a, cause you look at the, like, especially ones with the, like the socket mm -hmm. and it, it, it's, it's painted over it. So I'm like, okay, the socket is not going to fit. And then it's like this rounded, like there's like not even a enough grip on the socket part of the filter to even like get a good grip on the, on the kind of stupid. I'm a strap wrench guy. Oh, I like to have options oh. and that's why I run AFE filters because they do have the three eighths inch ratchet yeah. portion of the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And also for those of you that know, and you may be thinking, oh my God, Ben, why would you run AFE filters? A uh, little known fact or possibly now known fact, AFE filters are rebranded Baldwin filters and yeah. Baldwin filters are like elite. I and, use my, I, I, as far as oil filters on every one of my Cummins I've ever owned. Not the gold? No. Factory? Mopar. Oh. Mopar filters. I, I would run a Ford one if I got better pricing on them. I don't uh, know. I just like the color of them. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> but I mean, for obviously we do get discounts beyond this side of the table here. Yeah. But like, I can get a you know a, a six pack of oil filters, which I need because I've two seven threes. Well, speaking of that, we're talking about oil filters. You know what's funny? Huh. Oil filter for my truck is like nine dollars. Oil, oh, really? oil, well maybe twelve or something like that. It's super cheap. Um, oil filter for an eco diesel. Do you know how much they are? And those are like the cartridge style too, weren't Dude, they? Dude, they're like $140. That's fucking <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Breeze oil change. 
every time she get every time she'll submit for buying the stuff for lunch, it's like mm-hmm. it's like a hundred and some like uh, almost two hundred dollars. She's like, "What did this go up?" I'm like, "No, it's just the price of the Ecodys oil filters. That's the oil filter is more than the oil." That's it's, why I got me a six pack of AFE filters. Yeah. <laughs> I also run yeah. AFE fuel filters too, which I like too as well. Um, again, rebranded bulb and stuff. I won't say where I get my fuel filters from. Oh, starts with a D. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're freaking expensive on the fifth gens, man. Yeah, I bet. Uh, but yeah, sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just saying there's two of them, so it's it's kind of a pain in the dick. <laughs> so uh, to round this out, so the next adventure with the green truck. So I still had some codes popping up. So I did a little bit of digging, and I'm getting a uh, basically a map sensor code, like map low, map low, map low. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, well, I mean, the outpipes were leaking for sure, and I could have other leaks any, everywhere else. So, you know, it could be that. So I did everything, and that light still came on. It's like, huh. So good thing, you know, I have obviously the other truck, and yeah. I have my OB2 um, reader with Forescan. Forescan? Forescan. um so i got on there and checked voltages and whatnot everything looked fine um and then i grabbed the sensor out of excursion and put it on there um just to just to double check like i have it in my it's two volts in a host easy enough easy enough um same thing came up but i managed to refine the codes down to just one good deal and for those of you that hear the code i'm about to say i know exactly what's going on but it's a p0107 um which is a uh, basically alludes to a barometric pressure sensor and in Ford's infinite wisdom, um, for the late 99s, the barometric pressure sensor is built into the PCM. Mm. If you get a code for it, the only time you get a code for it is if it's not working anymore. And they're known to cause hard shifts. Oh my God. Which is what I'm experiencing right now. Because it doesn't, doesn't have any idea of <laughs> basically so what altitude it's at right now. Um, and the only way to uh, fix that is to get a new PCM. No way. Yeah. That is shit. Yeah. So basically, anytime you come across on 7.3s, um, the OBS trucks in the early 99s have a, a, a barometer underneath the dash, which you can't replace. Um, but late 99 and up, uh, it's built into the PCM. And if you get a P0107 or like an 0145678, all those can be related to barometric pressure sensors. No, sh- is there, there's not like a fooler or anything you can put in there to. No, it's just in the PCM. It's, it's... in the PCM. Fuck. Yeah. Ford, come on. <laughs> but yeah, and I started Shit. I started watching more videos on it and stuff like that, and and yeah, just the the end result is always you just you gotta get a new PCM. It's just it it sucks, but that's kind of the way it is. And so, how much are PCMs for that? Uh, diesel technology of Chattanooga. <laughs> Try that again. Diesel technology of Tanuga, um, which we used to sell, we don't anymore. Um, I can do a, a, I can send mine in to be rebuilt for like five forty-five. Fuck. So, I'll be honest. I'm not saying five forty-five is cheap, but until diesel technology of Chattanooga came around, to get a PCM done, yeah, was like nine hundred to a thousand dollars. God, so outrageous! So, and they're probably just like tearing it open and like fixing like a solder or something somewhere. They, well, yeah, I mean, they, they rebuild the whole thing. So it's, really? um, and at the end of the day, like if I had, if I was better at computer board circuitry. Oh, I, I wish I was. It, yeah. Like the, the, if I took it to like an old school computer shop and just said, Hey, anything, you know, that has like an oscilloscope and all sort of kind of stuff, like anything that's 
just wrong, fix it. I don't need you to change anything. Just if it's yeah, broken, yeah. replace it. Yeah. They could do it. But then because they don't know what normally goes wrong on those things and why it goes wrong, they wouldn't know how to make it any better. Right. Um, and they would probably charge the part that would kill me was labor because yeah. they have no idea what they're doing. They're just literally they're checking every tiny thing. Yeah. And so I would probably end up paying like 1200 bucks in just labor for them to replace like three, six cents. Have you go, like? Has there any YouTube videos about someone fixing them, fixing it, like on you on, on Fail YouTube? Fail attempts, yes. Failed attempts, really? Fail, yes. Wow. Everybody's like literally just pay someone. Just listen to my words. Replace wow. the PCM. Wow. You're gonna save yourself a lot of time, a lot of headache, all sort of kind of shit. So that's one thing I gotta hand it to Cummins with. Cummins PCMs, <coughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. Like you never, or e, I should say ECMs. Mm. You never hear of problem like I never hear of problems with them. Don't well at least the second just have like BCM issues. It, I'm not talking about those ones. Well, we're talking about my Eric trucks. Oh. Well. <laughs> so, okay, I'll be clarify. Five nine and six seven ECMs yeah. are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about VP trucks because they're kind of like a they're, they're like a bastard child of of the of the Cummins. Bunch of Ethans. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> VP car. Got my five my five nine VP car. Got two another car. Uh, I will say though, my the, my VP life was probably some of my funnest like diesel, even though it was like probably the shittiest diesel I ever owned. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say that because the six five was, but as far as like having fun, that was the funnest truck. I still like on my list of trucks that I would like to own. I would like to. To build a You're, VP truck, really? It sounds stupid. I know. Uh, the first thing I would do would get rid of the VP. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> the first thing I would do. I don't know why, but for me on something like that, it's the same reason why you know I I do feel the need like I want to try to rebuild a transmission. Like yeah. I, just, I want to like I do too. I, I want to experience yeah. that stuff. I want to do it. The the worst thing with the VP trucks is when you like build it and it's like making decent horsepower, and then you're like playing around and the fucker dies on you. Yeah, I know. Like that yeah. is like the most. It's it's the most embarrassing thing and i've had it happen to me on a couple of occasions mm-hmm. and it, it was just like fuck oh, i hate my life where's my 19 millimeter wrench yeah, and you will learn to keep that with you um it's just part of life but they're still they they are fun i will i will give mm-hmm. them that but yeah That's, i just still want to have one i don't know why you do want to have one i, I want to mess around with one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Maybe I still little, want to little. find a first gen. I still want to find a first gen. I have a feeling I know what I'm going to end up doing is buying a uh, like the first gen body style, but in a gas truck, and, and then, then going from there because yeah. it's just. I mean, that's your best bet to find. I, I, especially too, I could get a, a standard cap short bed for yeah. relatively cheap. Yeah, get yourself shorty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much the uh, the update on. The freaking green truck and it's a great yeah a it is, I guess it would call non-submarine yeah, uh, but yeah I've been daily driving it and uh, I've been thoroughly impressed with it I like it I like the way yeah. it sounds I like the way it makes me feel um, I don't like the way that it uh, bounces my head off of the roof <laughs> uh, rides like absolute shit I'm sure tires will help that um, but in 40s all actually, will help that a lot you'll get a lot more sidewall I know 40s will but uh, I will say um, this is a little foreshadowing yeah uh for both me and Corey, but uh we are gonna have uh randy from bds on the podcast and the near future here and uh there's a good chance that uh it will be going down to a four inch lift it's just it's more usable that way yeah like 
I still think I might keep 37s. We're still putting 40s on it. I still fuck. I might. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, but it, that being said, I I think I might. And again, I, I'd have to bust out my sheet. But last time I, I checked on it, if I regear it, no, we're not doing that. I'm I'm going 430s. You're not doing it. You're I'm, putting 40s on it and not gearing it. <sighs> I, I can't. <laughs> I can't be that much of a smoking doctor. Uh, you are going to be the smoking doctor. <laughs> You're going to be a doctor that smokes crack. <laughs> well, see, what I, what I want is like the... I'll, I'll have 40s on 430s maybe or something like that. But then I want to actually go down to like 35s on 430s and have it just be an absolute fucking... Just like pull wheelies. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, the 430 for me is going to be the perfect ratio. Because 430s, I can run 37s daily. Dude, no, let's put 40s on it with the stock gears and let's try to break the record for the fastest truck and trailer. <laughs> on a truck that's like 18 yes, feet tall yes basically a brick rolling down it. yes we talk about how drag, fast do we need to go again was 100, it like 140 something point something yeah, we just need to go like 142 that. baby that's it that's all you need to do i don't know if that 73 will push it or if that transmission will let it go <laughs> i would need a uh a much lower stall converter to uh try yeah, and yeah. get any of that going on because yeah. i just generated it will probably have to push it to get it started to get it moving 40s on, on 37 or 373s? It'll move. Yeah, I know, it'll I know it'll move. But <laughs> the reason I say that is like, I, I had a friend uh, back in California who like used to routinely tow a square body Chevy uh, to Pismo with his, his uh, he had a 73 with 41 IROX on stock gears. Oh, fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> Transmissions is love and life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I still want to break that record. Maybe we should do it with the LB7. I I'm I already brought that up. They, they it said got no. Shot down. They said no for insurance reasons. What do you mean? Like, if that truck is owned by the company and then we try and do something like that, it just is too much insurance liability on there. We don't have to drive it. Well, it's still connected to the company. If it then becomes if if we were to buy it, like not the podcast, <laughs> but if like. Ben Little LLC was to buy oh, it. I ain't doing that. Tyler LLC is not. <laughs> Short bus manufacturing. Damn might. it! I just, we need to break a record. We'll do something. I'm told to tell you from Trevor. Go live. I'll do it right now. In three I'll minutes. All right. <laughs> Still got to go pee too. I'll go ahead and switch my accounts here. For those of you wondering, yes, we do go live on our. Uh, Instagram page every Wednesday, and today we are a little bit late. It's like it's five. Not days. really, five thirty, don't we? No, we usually five. five. Oh, at five. It's it's currently five twenty seven where we are right now. And all, all right, the, let's wrap it up. All the dudes. Thanks are for listening. Like, Why? Where are you? <laughs> well, we're right here, fucker. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's the story. That's legit. I uh, love all you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com want to succeed you want to fish you want to be one of the greatest tune in to west marines life on the water presented by costa custom boats every saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m eastern on waypoint tv